you're tuned into From the Pulpit to Podcast, where faith meets modern conversation, bringing timeless truths to the tip of your ears, from church aisles to your daily miles. And now, here's the voice that bridges the gap between tradition and today's world, Evangelist Brian Rambler. Listen, today, we're going to finish up our series on faith, and we're going to talk about faith that glorifies God. Put it in those comments. Where'd I put my phone? There it is. Put it in those comments and say, faith that glorifies God. Come on, let me see it in those comments. Say, faith that glorifies God. Faith that glorifies God. I see you on here. I see my dad. I see Anthony. I see other people in here. Thank you so much for taking the time today and joining me. Listen, do you have faith that glorifies, that that gives glory to God, or does it question his power and his goodness? <laughs> We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about, finish about talking about fully persuaded faith and how to take God at his word. That word's faith. You can't get saved without it, my friend. <laughs> you can't walk the Christian walk without it. You can't win the victory without it. You can't please God without it. Faith is a spiritual force that, when fully developed, subdues kingdoms, glory, works righteousness, obtains promise, and stops the mouth of the lions and quenches the violence of fire. You find that in Hebrews 11, 33 and 34. And faith doesn't just deliver the victory into your hands. Faith gives glory to God. Put it in there again and say, faith gives glory to God. Glory. Not just any faith, but the kind of faith that honors God as trustworthy, as faithful, as powerful, and loving. It means acknowledging His glory, His manifested presence, His power, and His goodness. And it is also connected to love, Galatians 5 and 6. So faith is God expressing love to God. Imagine saying to your spouse or good friend, I love you, but I don't believe in you. Come on now. That doesn't sound much like love, does it? No. Love always trusts. 1 Corinthians 13 and 7. If you aren't trusting God, taking him at his words, are you really loving him? Mm. Are you really loving him? Faith works for the people who will put it to work. And it gives God glory in front of a cloud of witnesses. God wants to work wonders for you because it arrests the attention of others, especially non-believers. Did you hear me? God wants to work wonders for you because it arrests the attention of others, especially the non-believers. Faith that gives glory to God is faith that is fully persuaded like we talked about a couple days ago. It doesn't consider the circumstances. It acts on the word and stays out of strife. So let's talk about the first one here. Number one, faith that is fully persuaded gives God glory. Put it in those comments. Faith that is fully persuaded gives God glory. Hallelujah. Romans 4 and 21. Being fully persuaded that what God has promised, 
he was able to perform. Society is rife with skepticism these days. We all know that. Negative says, sayings abound. Don't believe it unless you see it. <laughs> and if it seems too good to be true, then it probably is. Couple that with endless statistics about how low likelihood of success in any given area. And it's easy to see why people struggle to have faith. <laughs> so if you're going to church and hearing encouragement one day each week, but you fill up on cynicism the rest of the week, my friend, guess what? Your faith is in trouble. You'll want to believe. You'll even, like, you'll even feel like you have faith. But you won't be fully persuaded. If you're fully persuaded, you don't have one foot in faith and the other in fear. Whew. Fully persuaded faith is all in. There's no middle ground. When you're fully persuaded, you aren't wishing or hoping. Instead, you know that you know that you know what God said is true and is for you. Let me say it to you this way. When you expect nothing, don't be surprised when you receive nothing. <laughs> when you expect nothing, don't be surprised when you receive nothing. That seems like a high level of faith. So how do we get there? Well, by renewing our minds. To renew means to rebuild and to re-energize. It's a continual process of rebuilding the truth of the Word of God, the Word of God, into a mind that is constantly exposed to the things of the world. One way you can get help, of course, is by limiting that exposure. Watch what you're watching. Be careful of who you're listening to. What words you're speaking. Fully persuaded faith gives glory to God because it honors Him as trustworthy, as faithful, and the final authority. So what Abraham did when God told him that he and Sarah would conceive a child in their old age. He could have come up with that logic. He could come up with a lot of logic and common sense and medical data, family history, whatever happened to the neighbors, and so much more to counter his promise and let doubt creep in. But he didn't. Instead, your Bible says in Romans 4 and 2021, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but he was strong in faith, giving glory to God, giving glory to God. <laughs> glory put in those comments and say I'm fully persuaded come on say I'm fully persuaded being strong in faith is giving glory to God by being fully persuaded that he is able to do what he promised it's putting more trust in God and his words than anything else on this planet God said this he said in Genesis 17 5 I have made you the father of many nations for, him, for Abraham, what God says was enough. Come on. What God said was enough. Is it enough for you? What God said? If God said it, that settles it. End of story. Don't let anything else creep in. Don't let your family creep in. Don't let friends, well, I think this, and they use it under the dome of wisdom. Well, I think it's wisdom to, if God said it, that settles it. End of story. Amen. Number two. 
Faith that doesn't consider the circumstances gives glory to God. Come on, put it in those comments. Faith that doesn't consider the circumstances gives glory to God. Romans 4 and 19 says this. He considered not his own body. Abraham considered not the circumstances. <laughs> Consider means to use the mind. The using reason, natural facts, scientific studies. What happened last time or anything else you think of, could think of. Instead, he chose to tune into his heart. That's where belief comes from. It's in the spirit, man. Hmm. You are a spirit. You have a soul, which means mind, will, and emotions. And you live in a body, which is flesh. Your spirit is the born again, recreated part of you with the Holy Ghost dwelling within you. Your soul is the intellectual side of your being, and your body is the flesh or the carnal side. So when symptoms of sickness, for example, show up in your body, your flesh is very in tune with those symptoms. The spirit knows the truth about the matter, so that leaves your mind. Whichever way your mind goes, it's two against one. <laughs> so if your, mind, if your mind sides with your flesh, you're going to give more weight to your circumstance than anything else. But if you have a renewed mind, my friend, glory to his name, one that has been trained to come into agreement with God's word, you have two against one on the other side because your soul is now agreeing with your spirit. That is how you become fully persuaded. I remember hearing a story of a preacher and as he was, he was in the prayer line, he was going alongside laying hands on different ones. He started to lay hands on this one man and the Lord stopped him. He said, ask him if he's healed. Well, you know, that's kind of funny thing to say to a guy who's in a prayer line, of course. He's in the healing line. And you ask me if he's healed? So the, he, the man did it. He said, are you healed? The man in the prayer line answered. He said, no. He said, I've got this thing right here. And he started describing whatever it is he had and what was on his side. And the Lord said to that preacher, he said, just as plain as before, he said, ask him again. Are you healed? The man said, no. The preacher said, the word of God says, by his stripes, you were healed. The guy says, yeah, I know what it says. Well, the preacher said, well, then are you healed? <laughs> the man replied, no, I'll tell you, I've got this thing right here. Well, now, obviously, the preacher's into it. You know, he really don't know what to do next, but he heard the Lord. The Lord just kept telling him, ask him again. I said, the Bible says, by his stripes, you were healed. The man answered. He said, yeah, I know what it says. So the preacher, <laughs> the preacher asked him again. He said, well, are you healed? The man said, no. The preacher looked at him and said, well, then you never will be. Mm. <laughs> This man's natural mind was siding up with his flesh instead of his spirit. That's, you understand that's what happened. His unrenewed mind was preventing him from having a revelation of his healing. And without the revelation, he couldn't receive the manifestation. 
Hear me this morning. That's half the time why people aren't healed and delivered. And that is the cause. Hear me this morning. Hear me. So when symptoms show up declaring sickness, lack, decrease, family failure, or anything else against the word of God, faith that gives glory to God won't consider them. It won't ignore them, but it won't give them first place. When you say, yeah, but the doctor said, or, well, just look at my bank account. You've already fallen out of the faith line. Mm. Mm. I'm going to finish that story. The preacher continued. Here's what he said. I remember him saying this. He went back and he said, if I agree with you, you're going to keep the thing you've got on your side. If you will agree with the Bible, then you have God's word, then you're healed. Man, you could see the light come on. He said, praise God, put your hands on me, I'm healed. He got the revelation. So the preacher laid, laid hand, what was that? That's right, beware of the natural cardinal mind. That's right, Bishop. So the preacher laid hands on him, that guy knocked him out sideways. And he came up healed. So my question is, does your faith honor and praise him? Or does it question his goodness and his grace? Does it magnify him or does it believe the symptoms? Does it believe the bank account and trouble in this world over what God has to say? Faith that gives glory to God says to God, you said it and that's enough for me. Don't glorify your circumstances this morning, my friend. Give glory to God. Come on and put it in those comments. Say, I'm giving glory to God. Hallelujah. Love you, Pastor Isaac. Good to see you. We need to catch up soon. I didn't realize we have so many friends in common. Well, I mean, I know we do, but one of my good friends, uh, Pastor, um, Pastor Jim, came and preached for you. But it's good to see you this morning, my friend. There's some great people. James Wright, man, he's a good guy. A faithful powerful preacher number three faith that acts on the word gives god glory come on faith that acts on the word gives god glory let's go to luke 5 and 19 luke 5 and 19 glory to his name glory to his name that's right kim your tumors are shrinking and being healed as the days pass in jesus name you're healed Father, I thank you for healing Kim now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that your healing virtue comes to Kim and it is done in Jesus' name. Glory. Glory. Number three, faith that acts on the word gives glory to God. Luke 5 and 19. That's right. He's a wonderful guy. 5 and 19. They went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus faith without action really isn't faith at all some people might think they have faith but they're really just wishing or hoping real Bible faith my friend real Bible faith will step out and act like what God says is true that's important because if we don't give the authority to his written word and then even when we need him to be on the scene right away, there are situations where we have blocked him from helping us. Whew. That happened in Jesus' hometown. He was just as anointed in Nazareth as he was anywhere else. Yet he could do no mighty work. Mark 6 and 5. Why? Because of their unbelief. 
Unbelief ran him out of town. A refusal to believe what he said prevented the miraculous from taking place. Shoo. They refused to believe him. They gave his word zero place. None. And he left town and went to Camporium where they gave place to his word and his life. So whatever you're believing for, ask yourself, am I acting on that belief? Glory. Am I acting on that belief? If you believe you're healed, do you still tell people that you can't do it because of your condition? <laughs> We've been talking, I talk about it all the time. Watch your words. If you believe God is your provider, are you staying up at night worrying about paying your bills? Whew. Glory to his name. Whatever you're wanting to receive by faith, find out if you're really acting on it. If not, start today. Listen, stop trying to make God's word work and start acting on the word. Glory. Hear me? Stop trying to make God's word work and start acting on the word. When you act on God's word, we give him honor and glory. Faith in the absolute authority of the word of God requires no other evidence. Whew. What God has already said and what God has already done, believe it in your heart, say it from your mouth, and act like it's true. That's faith that gives God glory. Whew, glory to his name. Finally, number four, faith that stays out of strife gives God glory. Come on, put it in those comments. Say, faith that stays out of strife gives God glory. Proverbs 10 and 12. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offense. What does strife have to do with faith that gives God glory? Well, simple. Faith won't work without love. You can find that in 1 Corinthians 13 and 2. And as long as you're in strife, any kind of strife, you're stepping out of the love. It is, it, it is possible to go through life without strife. Of course it is. That doesn't mean you won't feel frustrated with someone now and then or disagree with others. But it, does it, but it does mean that you will work to keep out of strife. There's an effort involved. Glory. Why is this so critical to your faith, Evangelist B? I am so glad you asked. Because strife is a blessing blocker. That's why if the devil can't get you any other way, he will work on you in strife and unforgiveness. Whew. <laughs> That's tough, man. It's how he brings confusion to your life in your, in your situation. It distracts you, gets you off that love line and out of position to receive what you're believing for. James 3 and 16. For where envy and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. That doesn't sound like miracle working ground, no. That's why the devil pushes strife so hard. That's why he pushed it so hard. Don't tolerate even a little bit of strife. Don't tolerate it. Come on, put it in those comments. Say, I'm not tolerating it. I'm not tolerating it. Ah. Don't tolerate it. You don't want even a tiny bit of dirt in your fuel tank because over time it will blow your engine. 
Strife is the same way. One grain of sand, one bit of strife every day or two will cost you. Whew, glory. Unrepented sin of strife, little grains of it, at a little time seem so insignificant that you may not even know stop the deal with it until your spirit is so clogged up God's glory can't flow through it. <laughs> I dare you to lift your hands right now and say, Father, forgive me. Come on. Say, Father, I repent for any strife. Whew. Repent of it. Come on. I repent for it, Father. Forgive me. Father, I thank you now. We're going to do it now. I thank you now, Father, that all of those strife little seeds that we might have put into the ground, anything that would have that we've held hostage, Father, we claim those seeds to be dead now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. That will not come to pass. That will not be my story in Jesus' name. Glory. That's the reason you have to be on guard. Be watching for it all that all the time. Be watching for it all the time. Don't even get in strife with the news commentator on TV. Don't sit there and fuss back at the news. A lot of people do that. You can sit there and just balk back at you. What's up, my friend? How you doing, Colt? Good to see you. Love you too, bud. Don't sit there and fuss back at him. If you can't be trusted with the news, cut it off. As far as it depends on you, stay out of strife. Stay in peace. Stay in God's rest. You know, I've decided more and more. The Lord works on me just like he works on you. He works on me about these things. I used to get so agitated driving on these streets here in Bradenton, Sarasota, Tampa. Man, everybody and their mama has moved to this area. All right? And the traffic, it's like people forget. People forget what a turn signal is. They forget how to drive. It's wild. And I start getting, I start feeling it. I said, and Jasmine would say something to me. I'm like, just stop. And I get so aggravated. And I started to feel strife. And I had to catch myself. So now, as I'm driving, I'm just praying in tongues. Father, I thank you for your peace. And I've noticed the way I act towards people on the road is a lot different. Why? I've decided to walk in love. I've decided not to lose my love walk. I've decided to not let those people get under my skin. Man, the comments I see since I've become an evangelist uh, on my videos and certain things people say, the stuff people say, my God, especially on Facebook, I could let that bother me. I decided not to. I decided to walk in love. I'm not going to get offended. So listen, don't let other people get under your skin and cause you to lose your love walk. Say, no, I'm not getting off my love walk. Then pray for that right there. Pray for them right there. It's worth the effort. And it produces the kind of faith that gives glory to God. Now, you can develop, you can develop your faith to the place where you're fully persuaded. Glory. Don't consider natural circumstances. Act on the word and stay out of strife to achieve the kind of faith that gives God glory. Living by faith will achieve wondrous and miraculous things in your life. It will bring him it will bring victory. More importantly, it will give glory to God. Isn't that worth pursuing? Hmm. Come on. If this bless you this morning today, put it in those comments and say, "Man, that blessed me." That blessed me. Come on. Thank you for putting that in there. I hope to bless you today. Stay with me for a couple more minutes. I know I went longer than what I normally do. But listen.
I'm going to pray for you in a minute. So if you have prayer requests, put it in those comments. I want to tell you about a couple things going on in the ministry. Listen, next week, next week, I'll be in Corbin, Kentucky. I travel out Monday mid-afternoon. I'm going to be in Corbin, Kentucky. I believe the Lord is going to perform signs, miracles, and wonders. I have such an anticipation for that meeting. Outpouring for Corbin, I'm telling you. We are going to see the Lord move mightily. So would you pray for me next week? Pray. I hope you pray for me every day. But pray for me during those meetings. It's going to be an awesome time. That's going to be an awesome time. I understand, Kim. I get it. Me, I struggle with it. It's it's a daily renewal of the mind. I get it. I get it. But pray for me during those meetings in Corbin. So next week, you'll see me live every single night from Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning, and Sunday night. Six services. So make sure you join me, okay? Make sure you join me at those times. Corbin, Kentucky, I'll have it live stream on here as well, all right? But listen, if you have any prayer requests, put it in those comments. I want to pray with you. Listen, don't forget, we just launched some new merchandise, new shirts. They're on the website, brianrambler.com. We also have the new book out. Uh, It is Not Today, Satan, The Power of Psalms 91, that 30-day devotional. It will bless you and your family. Make sure you grab a hard copy on the website at brianrambler.com, brianrambler.com. Let's pray now. Come on, put your hands toward this screen. Father, I come to you in the wonderful, matchless name of Jesus. First, we come and give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. We enter your courts with thanksgiving and praise. Father, we thank you for the moving of your spirit over this live stream today, Father. We thank you for the Holy Ghost that you've given us to dwell in us, Father. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, Father. We thank you for waking us up in our right mind, Father. We thank you for your grace and your mercy that is new every single day. Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your kindness. (laughs) We thank you for the mercies. Father, we thank you that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and sound mind. Come on, take two, take 30 seconds. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. Rosso toro rarabasari shikere derebo soro kararabasai. Rosso toro rarabasiri shikere derebo sora pas. Father, we love you. We magnify you. We glorify your name. Father, whatever your children are needing, Father, we thank you for providing for them now, Father. We bind every spirit, every principality, every demon, every sickness, every poverty mindset that would try to come against your people. Father, we bind it now and we send it back to hell where it came from. Father, we thank you for joining, for, for loosing joy, for loosing strength, for loosing peace. Father, we thank you for dropping a fresh outpouring of the Holy Ghost now on your people. Be delivered, be healed, and be set free by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And Father, we'll give you glory this morning. We'll give you praise. We give you honor. Be healed in Jesus' name. Glory to his name. And Father, we pray that in your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, put it in those comments and say, so be it unto me. So be it unto me. Come on, let me see it. So be it unto me. Glory. Listen, if this live stream blessed you today, I want you to consider sowing into the ministry. You can do so by going to brianrambler.com. The cash app is available. Uh, Brian Rambler Men. Listen, 
sow a, twen- sow a $20 seed if you can today. Let me know that you're with us and standing with us. And listen, it, if you want to join us, we would really hope you consider joining the Judah tribe. Listen, the Judah tribe is our partners. The partners, the partners that are faithful, the partners that help us go travel along the road, the partners that help us feed the children and clothe the people in the Dominican Republic. We partnered with my father in sending things over to the missions over there. We just sent a couple boxes with them the other day. But listen, join the Judah tribe. It will bless you as much as it blesses us. I promise you the God's hand is on this ministry. You can see it just by the doors that are opening like crazy. I'm going to share with some share with you something in a couple of weeks that happened the other day, but I'm telling you, seed, seed into good soil. Listen, let me tell you about a, a miracle that happened the other day. I sowed into one of my own meetings the other day. I was in a full gospel church and I was taking up the offering and people get so sketchy with the offering. They think that it's, they th- listen, the seed is where you sow. Your harvest comes from what you seed, whether it be words, whether it be the financial donations, whatever it is, that's where it comes from. The tithes keep you, the tithes and offering are commanded. This offering is where the seed and where the blessings come from. I'll preach on that some other day. But I sowed into that seed. I'll tell you what I sowed. I sowed $100 into that meeting took an envelope soda can i tell you that not even 24 hours that came back to me tenfold why because i believed and i put that seed in the ground do the same thing today brianrambler.com become a partner with the ministry or send that one time seed in today listen jasmine and i love you we praise god for you thank you everyone for joining us today on from the pulpit to podcast What a journey we've had together. If today's message touched your heart or got you thinking, make sure to subscribe for our weekly content so you never miss an episode. And for those who want to stay even more connected, don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram using the handle at BrianRamblerMin. Dive deeper into our community and keep the inspiration flowing. For our schedule, exclusive merch, and to become part of our special Judah Tribe community, visit our website at brianrambler.com. We've got some fantastic resources waiting just for you. Let's keep the faith, share the love, and walk this journey together. Until next time, stay blessed and stay connected. From all of us here at From the Pulpit to Podcast, take care and see you soon.